Walking into a cannabis shop can be very intimidating on the first go. There's a distinct air of a slight cannabis smell. Slightly sweet, slightly skunky, but overall rather pleasant. Welcome cannabis enthusiasts to the third episode of The Johnny Chronicles. I'm your host, Nick Perezino, and today we have an exciting lineup for you. We're diving into the various ways people consume cannabis, checking out the hottest new releases, discovering fun facts about cannabis from around the world, and revealing what's been flying off the shelves this week. So sit back, relax, and let's embark on the journey through the world of cannabis together. This week, I brought in my boss, John Levac, to talk about why he uses cannabis. How do you typically consume cannabis? Uh, I usually use a bong. That's pretty much how I typically use can- consume cannabis, but sometimes I'll also use uh, dab pens as well. Sounds good. If you had to choose just one kind of strain to smoke, why do you think you'd be more inclined towards taking a THC dominant strain, a CBD dominant strain, or a balanced strain? Uh, I'd go more for a THC dominant strain. Um, it, it it really depends by the person as well, but I it also it, it can also incline to terpenes, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I I really base myself off terpenes a lot. Although I find that some THC high THC strain will be great, but terpenes will play an effect. How would you explain the importance of controlling dosage to a beginner? Uh, it's very important. Obviously, you don't want to start too off too strong. Um, if you're doing edibles, you want to start very low, maybe 2.5 milligrams. That's probably my best recommendation. Uh, smoking a joint, I'd start low dose THC, maybe no less than 10 milligrams. Maybe even a CBD THC mix would be more than great for a new uh, smoker uh, through ca- uh, smoking or even vaping. Um, yeah. Are you familiar with terpenes? What specific flavors do you find most appealing in cannabis products? Um, Absolutely, I'm uh, familiar with terpenes. They're all kinds of sort. Um, Obviously, terpenes like limonene or even pinene will be more to the, uh, or even myrcene as well, will be more to the uh, more general uh, consumer. But uh, it all depends for the people. I I am myself a very big fan of carophyllene, which is very peppery itself. So that's really my uh, what's your experience with exploring alternative consumption methods like concentrates or infused beverages? Uh, so I've done uh, pretty much smoking, vaping, uh, dabbing uh, concentrates, but uh, I've had uh, concentrate. I, I did concentrate for about a whole month, and uh, my tolerance was way too high. I didn't like it too much, so I went back to flour, and flour is probably my my favorite consumption method. Do you prefer indica sativa or hybrid strains and why? Uh, myself always been an indica fan, uh, just mainly sativa always makes me very anxious and so I'm very shaky myself so it just makes me even more shaky. Also I just like my whole strong body buzz as well, so more leaning indica as well, so yeah. What are you using cannabis for? Are there specific effects you're looking to get from cannabis? So like relaxation, creativity, pain relief, focus? Um, before it was mostly to get high. <laughs> now it's mostly for anxiety and pain. I uh, have lots of back pain, so caraflene strains will obviously help me a lot with anti-inflammatory. Um, I also love it for sleep time, right? Uh, probably my biggest thing. 
how open are you with the fact that you consume? How much do you value being discreet? Um, um, I'm really open to consume cannabis. I, I've consumed cannabis in public parks, uh, uh, at home. Um, I, it's not really a problem. I'm really open with my family as well. I like to talk to about it with my parents and everything. So that's not too much of a problem being discreet either. I, I, it's legal nowadays, so I, I think obviously there's still a big stigma, but uh, shouldn't be afraid to smoke a J or, or two. How would you explain what kind of cannabis products you're looking for to a bud tender? Um, obviously all depends uh, per consumer. Uh, myself, I always ask all different questions. I mean, it can go from uh, what uh, what's your favorite consumption method, can go to flower pre-rolls, uh, vapes, concentrates. I also ask if they prefer CBD, THC, percannabinoids, or even terpenes. It can go really far on what the, the customer uh, wants. And like, how would you describe it if you were buying? Um, what do you mean by that? Are you more of like a person who knows what they want before they go into a store or like would you ask them for their opinion? Uh, absolutely. So when I go in, uh, I'm very knowledgeable. I always know what I'm looking for. I always look at menus or whatsoever and choose something before I go in. Uh, but uh, no, that's pretty much me. What are your thoughts on the OCS testing the validity of high THC lots of flour prior to their release? Uh, I think it's... Uh, it, 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 if you ask me, it's not very good, but if you ask someone else, uh, it can be different. Uh, there's a lot of flowers that can be up to 30-40% and you can smoke them and you can be still disappointed. Like I said earlier, terpenes comes in effect in a lot of flowers, so you can have a 20% flower and it'll get you as just as high as the 30% with 4% terpene, right? <laughs> Okay. Uh, do you think cannabis THC testing should be done only by a series of Health Canada approved labs or are, do you think it's just fine how the way it is right now? Absolutely. Uh, I'm, it does need a change, that's for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I hinted at it earlier, but now get ready for Culture. In this segment, we talk about how cannabis is viewed in pop culture. This week, we take a gander at Snoop Dogg's first and most recent publicity stunt, terrifying stoners around the world. Some thought he was releasing edibles for his cannabis brand. Others thought he was dying of lung cancer, while most thought it was just a marketing ploy. Those people would in fact be correct. But I did not see a single person with a morsel or glimpse into Snoop Dogg's mental domain. The absolute madman shocked the internet by using his reputation to partner with Solo Stove, a portable, near-smokeless fire pit company. No, I don't remember who they are, but Snoop thinks it's cool. Cannabis around the world, because North America is not the world. Ever wanted to grow the original, pure, raw, unfiltered green? The man to ask was Franco Loja, commonly known as the Strain Hunter. Co-founder of the Greenhouse Seed Company, Franco scoured most of Africa hunting land-race cannabis strains. From his hunt came strains like White Widow, Himalayan Gold, and Super Silver Haze, and more than 40 High Times cannabis cups. Land-race strains are unique to particular regions and have adapted over time to have specific resistances to droughts, pests, and other factors. 
Studies have shown that these evolutions have also played a key role in cannabinoid and terpene production. Using stabilized genetics as a backbone to your breeding operations gives you an immediate leg up on your competition in the breeding process, leading to fewer mutants. Sadly, while researching the potential benefits of CBD on treating cerebral malaria, Franco passed away from malaria. I brought my boss John back to talk with us today about what's selling at our location. So John, what's the flower looking like this week? So this week, uh, the top selling flowers were all ounces, starting off with the Big Pleasure, uh, the Sweet Berry Kush, and the Beezy Purple Kush. Nice. How are people taking it? Um, the, both the Big Pleasure and BC Purple Kush are great ounces for low, uh, for low price, around 115, 120 taxes in. Uh, great, great flower for the price, honestly. Uh, people have been buying them nonstop, and the uh, Sweetberry Kush a little bit more pricey, but honestly, for high THC, 30% uh, berry taste, you can't go wrong with that one either. What do you know about the uh, Big Pleasure's ounce right now? Isn't it a rotating strain? Uh, correct. And also, uh, uh, there are also hybrids. Um, I, I haven't heard, to, honestly, too much feedback. I know that it's been selling off the shelf, though. Uh, and for for the price at, like, $95, quite a seller. That's true. It's pretty good. So for pre-rolls, we are selling the big color, like, advent calendar, just full of pre-rolls. It is probably one of my favorite things to sell because you cannot put it in a bag. Um, then we got the OS Indica 12-pack of 0.6s. Those are always good. They're in between 20-26% usually. And then you have your general admission 5 locos, your infused pre-rolls as per usual. Uh, what do we have for vapes, boss? Uh, vapes, we have the Cherry Kush, the Juicy Ui, and the Raw Icicle. Starting off, the Cherry Kush, the great 1.2 gram by Box Hot. Uh, very nice indica with nice cherry nose. Almost creamy as well, very nice. Uh, usually goes up to 85%. Uh, the uh, Juicy Ui, new brand by our big man Snoop. Um, uh, very nice disposable vape, nice berry kind of berry mix. And then we also have the Royal High Cycle, which is uh, some sort of a balance uh, vape. Also, if I'm correct, there is also CBG in the vape. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but... Isn't that the gold package? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So what I heard from Brady was that the raw high cycle is just straight up, if you want distillate and only distillate, no botanical terps or anything, just straight THC, you right. go for that. Oh, okay. So, uh, again, I haven't tried it. Gonna have to leave feedback in the comments if you have. For concentrates, though, we've got the OS Indica Hash at like a pretty decent price point. Uh, there's the Sage and Sour by MTL. Then you have the Live Hash as well by Green Seal. I know for a fact we have like three different customers who come in solely for the Sage and Sour Hash. Uh, for edibles, though, what have we? Uh, for the edibles, we have the Midnight Berry Wana, the Pearl's Pomegranate CBD, and the Pearl's Blue Raspberry. Uh, honestly, all have specific cannabinoids, starting Midnight Berry, very nice CBN uh, edible, nice for sleep, obviously, main cannabinoid if you're looking to go sleep time. Uh, we also have the Pearl's Pomegranate CBD, a uh, very nice 1 to 4 ratio. Um, 10 milligrams THC and uh, 40 milligrams CBD. I've tried them myself uh, for back pain and it worked wonders. 
Um, also, we have the Pearls Blue Raspberry with CBG, an even better anti-inflammatory in my opinion, uh, but uh, both great products. Awesome. And for beverages, as per usual, we're going to have the Neon Rush. We're going to have the Cali Blast. They're just, they taste like Mountain Dew and you cannot go wrong with the Neon Rush line. But surprisingly, we also have the OG Cola Free by Sweet Justice, which is a nice cola flavor, but also sugar free. Thank you so much for listening to The Johnny Chronicles. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a comment telling me your thoughts. If you think a friend would enjoy the podcast, let them know about it. As always, remember to follow your local laws concerning the consumption, usage, and purchasing of cannabis. Not everyone partakes, so be sure to respect those around you and be conscious about where you're smoking. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe.